Hey everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, it's the fourth Thursday of the month, which means it's time for Vegan Conversations with Robert Cheek. Please welcome him back to the show. It's great to see you as always, Robert. Thank you, Chef AJ. It is a pleasure to be here as always. And I'm back home. Last time I was in Seattle. We'll get to what I was doing in Seattle last uh, in just a moment. But uh, thank you so much for having me. And I am so honored and pumped for today's guest uh, for Vegan Conversations with Robert Cheek. Today, we've got a phenomenal guest. Today, I have the co-founder and CEO of Next Level Burger, Matt DeGreuter. And Matt, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Robert. I am jazzed to be here. Appreciate y'all having me on here today. Yeah, absolutely. So I was deliberately vague. I didn't want to go into like explaining what Next Level Burger is because in your own words, why don't you tell us about it? So America's first 100% plant-based burger joint. That's who Next Level Burger is uh, and burger joint chain. Uh, committed to 100% plant-based ingredients, all organic produce, all non-GMO and paying living wages. We basically asked ourselves, what would the all-American burger joint look like if it were reinvented for the 21st century? And we built that. And that is Next Level Burger. So I alluded earlier, uh, I was in Seattle. I was actually there for the grand opening. That's where I got this shirt in the ballot. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, that was a great time. And thank you for having me. Uh, that was, was great to have you. That wasn't the first location, though. Uh, in fact, you're in double digits with numbers of locations nationwide. So I want to know a couple of things, Matt. Uh, how'd you come up with the name Next Level Burger? And uh, where did you start and where can people find you today? So the uh, the origins of Next Level Burger really were born out of my family's transition from a 100% not plant-based diet to a vegan diet. And... Uh, you know, the year is 2013. Um, I had begun my journey toward plant-based in 2010. So now 13 years ago. And, uh, you know, I had just turned 30. I'd made my first million by the time I was 30. And my much better looking and more intelligent wife and I were having a conversation about legacy. Um, and I came to this conclusion that my entire professional life, at least, revolved around nothing more than the almighty dollar. And I was unbelievably thankful to be able to take great care of my family and, of course, charitable contributions uh, that went with a, a higher income. But I realized that I was on a track where the rest of my career was going to revolve around nothing more than making more money every single quarter, every single year until some far out retirement. And I wasn't comfortable with that because I, I felt like the concentric circles of my life and our lives could be bigger. And so what we saw at the same time was this, this gap. And we lived in Laguna Niguel, you know, in the heart of, you know, one of the most progressive uh, places in the world, California, where you're going to find more organic and more plant-based. And yet there still wasn't a concept that was meeting our family where we were, which was plant-based, sure, but organic produce and non-GMO across the board. And at this point, if you and the, the viewers out there can picture a time when the idea of building a vegan burger joint sounded insane, not inspired. And yet 
my wife and I believe so truly in this transition from our standard American diet, what we grew up on, to this plant-based future, that we felt that we had to give it a try. Win, lose, or draw, we had to give it a try. Because what I didn't want to be was the person looking back 30 years and going, remember when we had that idea? That could have been something. And so we took the either insane or inspired step, probably uh, honestly a combination of the two, and we set out to build Next Level Burger. But before it had the name, we had to come up with what we were going to call this new creation. And so we had all sorts of, of ideas on what we should call it. Some were good, some were bad, some were very, very bad, um, and a lot in between. But I was standing in our galley kitchen in Laguna de Gal, California, and I was walking back and forth, talking to my wife who was sitting at the kitchen table. And I was saying how what we were talking about was really the next generation of the All-American Burger Joint, this, this, this next step, this next level burger. And I looked at my wife and she looked at me and she goes, ooh, that's actually really good. And I said, you know, I do like the sound of that. Whenever my wife's impressed, I know I need to take a, 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 like a second to absorb whatever's happened because it happens very rarely. Um, and, and, and I sat down. And we looked at each other and we said, that's it. It's next level burger because it is truly that next step, that next step for us as a family and that next step for the All-American Burger Joint. And so next level burger was born. Now we were born not in California insofar as opening the, the doors on our first restaurant, but in Oregon. And that was in uh, uh, July of 2014 when we opened the doors for the very first time, anxious, nervous, maybe even a little afraid as to whether or not what we thought was a great idea was going to have any interest from the public because there was a very real and frankly, probably a more likely scenario where as we open up this vegan burger concept, people go, why, why? And no walk through our doors. But instead, the doors got blown off. And now we have 10 locations. You, of course, helped us ring in uh, the double digits uh, in Seattle at the end of January to a record setting line and an awesome opening day and opening weekend as the community welcomed us with open arms. I mean, we served somewhere between 600 and 900 people on opening day. Wow. And so now you can find a next level burger in six States, eight cities and three time zones from coast to coast. And the good news and the bad news <laughs> is that, we only have 990 more restaurants left to build. So, Robert, we are just getting started. <laughs> so, to recap, uh, because there are some specific locations here, you can find Next Level currently in Portland, Oregon, yep. Seattle, Washington, San Francisco, California, Brooklyn, New York, yep. Austin, Texas, Denver, Colorado, just one hour from where I live, and I'm going to be there this weekend. <laughs> and and within those cities, you'll find like a, another location in the suburbs of San Francisco, I think yep. Concord area, perhaps that kind of thing. So uh, so for those listening, and there's a lot of people here that subscribe to Chef AJ's YouTube channel and follow her on social media, and they're not only coast to coast, they're global, but uh, surely know some people in those major cities. Yeah. Uh, how did you determine you, you started in Bend, Oregon? So yeah. kind of a, a, a 
you know, not so sleepy town these days. It's kind of this. Yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of blown up these days. Yeah, it, it was this kind of, you know, undiscovered oasis yeah. that now people yeah. know about and are flocking to. And it's a pretty good sized city now and, and so much going on in Bend. You started there. Um, you're not there anymore. I'd like to ask if you will potentially come back there. But how did you determine those other locations? And of course, what everyone wants to know is where you might be going next and if it's near them. <laughs> yeah, so so the journey has been a wild one. I mean, a roller coaster is a good way of putting it. Uh, and I think uh, Elon Musk said it quite famously that entrepreneurship is like chewing glass and staring into the abyss. <laughs> and And the feeling that I had when we began Next Level Burger was getting into a boat on an ocean that I had no idea what was on the other side, right? Couldn't see land, but we're setting off on this journey. And, and where we began was our proof of concept in, as you said, at Bend, Oregon, which if I'm being honest, my wife tricked me into visiting after we had settled on, okay, it's not going to be California where we're going to build the first next level burger. It's not going to be Arizona. Um, it's it's going to be Portland. Uh and she said, well, let's just check out Bend on the way to Portland. And so I said, OK, fine, because happy wife, happy life. And, you know, what what there's there's no sweat off my back to, to roll through Bend. And so here it is. It's 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 August of 2013. And we pull into a town that looks like Shangri-La. I mean, the sunlight is golden. The beer uh, flows like wine. <laughs> I mean, the dogs are everywhere. People are living this outdoor active lifestyle. The food is good. The hikes are even better. I mean, it was just everything. I, I said to my wife, it's like someone built a town for me, for us and the way we live our lives, you know, outdoors and active and, and love to eat and drink. Um, and so, in you know, all of three and a half hours, I went from saying that there's no way we could build the first next level burger in Bend, Oregon. It's way too small. Yeah, city of 100,000 people, a, a metro area, best case scenario, 200,000 to, well, it's probably too small, but it's prime cut of our demographics and our psychographics, right? And we're going to spend less to build here and we're going to spend less on rent. So let's let's try it here and see if the idea, the proof of concept catches right? And of course, when we opened up the doors, it did. And a couple of months after we opened those doors, our first outside investor, because we had seeded Next Level Burger, uh, both uh, my wife and I, and we'd had a couple of my uh, my colleagues, my background was in oil and gas private equity of all places. So I'm atoning for my sins there. And I had a couple of my colleagues, one of whom I'd worked with for many years, uh, who joined us as minority partners. But our first outside money came when I met a fellow named Alex Payne and his now wife, Nicole Brodeur, who walked through our doors in that very first proof of concept location, just two months after we opened. And we hit it off. And that was our first outside investment, a seven-figure investment. And from the standpoint of our next step, we charted our course to Portland. And in October of 2015, we opened up to an absolute plant-based boom in the PNW. When we opened the doors on our Portland location, we couldn't close them for weeks. People were standing in line out into the parking lot of our restaurant waiting to get their hands on Next Level Burger. In fact, we had to, we had to close uh, 
seven and a half days in after opening because our distributors just couldn't keep up. And actually, I just talked to him today. The uh, the chef, the global chef for Whole Foods lived one block away and he became one of our biggest fans. And he recommended us to a little company you all may have heard of Whole Foods Market as a partner for their new 365 concept. And next thing you know, I'm sitting down with a fellow named Jeff Turnis, who was the president of their 365 concept, talking about Next Level Burger joining Whole Foods on this journey of sort of uh, reinventing what Whole Foods could look like as a sub-brand. And you know, Whole Foods was like that girl in high school that I always wanted to date. And I always dreamed of what it would be like today because it's, they seem so extraordinary. And here I am, and they're literally across the table from me asking me if a next level burger wants to play. And of course, much like uh, that, that young lady from high school, you know, the question is, are they going to be as amazing as I hope they are? And, and the good news is that I married that girl. And uh, the good news is that Whole Foods was everything that they purport to be that they, they walk the walk that they talk and that they are all about truly making a difference in the world while building a great business. And that is few and far between. So our, our journey that began in that kitchen I told you about earlier, that continued as we opened our proof of concept in Bend and then as we opened up our first what we call real restaurant in Portland, Oregon, continued as we made an official partnership with Whole Foods and we opened up five locations in 14 months from coast to coast. So as you mentioned earlier, we went from Portland to Seattle and from Seattle uh, to uh, the Bay Area and from the Bay Area to Brooklyn, New York. And from Brooklyn, New York, back to the Bay, opened up in Betrayal Hill neighborhood of San Francisco, down to Austin, Texas, the state capital of the United States of America. Um, and then onwards to my hometown of Denver, Colorado, our biggest record-breaking opening of all time. I mean, unbelievable. Hundreds and hundreds of people in line waiting upwards of three hours to just support us. What a what an honor. How humbled were we? And of course, most recently, opening up our second location, 10th overall, but our second location in the Seattle market to another record-breaking line on a cold, you know it, you were there, January day, um, and people showing up and waiting again, hours to support Next Level Burger and what we stand for. So, you know, now with our aspirations from the beginning being a thousand restaurants, yes, we're just getting started. We've got 990 left to go. But what's exciting about that is that this last year alone, Robert, we stopped uh, almost 9 million pounds of carbon emissions from making their way into the atmosphere. We helped conserve almost 400 million gallons of water. And at this point, we've served millions of guests from coast to coast. We started in 2014. What can we achieve in the years to come? It's exciting when you think about what you can accomplish. In fact, I think Tony Robbins has said it best. Most people overestimate. They overestimate what they can accomplish in a year, and they underestimate what they can accomplish in 10. And so what we think about is what kind of growth what kind of impact can we have on the planet around us over that 10, that 20, that 30-year time horizon? And that's where I get really excited because I see an opportunity to, to reinvent the All-American Burger Joint for people across the country 
and to make a real difference in a world that desperately needs it. You know, at Next Level, we say this all the time, and it never loses its power. You know, these days, it can be easy to be a pessimist. It can be easy to, to overwhelm yourself with the stress and the anxieties of almost three years of a coronavirus and recessions and Lord knows what else. But at Next Level, we believe that the future is bright. But in equal measure, we believe it's up to all of us to help make sure of it. And we sure as hell plan to do our part. Well, I do want to hear more about some potential locations, if you're able to share in, in a moment. But I think we should go back in time for a moment here. One, uh, we know each other because I randomly dropped in on that crazy grand opening yep. in Denver. I was visiting my in-laws in Santa Fe, New Mexico. My wife and I were driving back, six or seven hour drive back. All of our luggage, we'd been there for a week, both of our dogs. My, <laughs> wife, my wife was just determined to get home because Denver is an hour uh, south of our home. So we still have to go, once we hit Denver, we're still another hour until we get home. And I just insisted, I said, I got, I really want to stop by this next level burger place. <laughs> I'd heard about it. You know, I used to live in Portland. I'd heard about it. I'd never been. I had some friends who'd been there, but I, you know, I just didn't know much about Next yeah. Level Burger except for that it existed. Right. And I didn't even know it was in all these locations. And I just knew that there was a new all vegan restaurant opening in Denver and I wanted to go. <laughs> so my, my wife kind of reluctantly said, okay, you know, we can come <laughs> into the big city, you know, off the freeway on the way home. And so we went there. And, uh, and so we met briefly, it was, yeah. it was the evening time, you know, cause we, yeah. it's a long drive from Santa Fe to Fort Collins. And by this time it was evening and the place was still packed. Yes. In, fact, in fact, I had to sit, sit there and wait for like 30 or 40 minutes when my wife sitting in the car with the dogs, cause they can't, <laughs> can't leave the dogs in the car by themselves. It was summertime. It's hot. She's there with AC, all our luggage. And, uh, but we, we, we got out of there with burgers, sandwiches, shakes, and, and who knows what else. And, uh, and it, and it made it worthwhile. But during that time, we just had a few seconds, probably 30 yeah. se seconds to exchange greetings and, and, you know, exchange business cards and, and kept in touch. And then next thing you knew, I was doing a book signing in the Denver location that we had dozens of people uh, come out for that, including many people discovering it for the first time. Yeah. Including one, I don't think I even told you, there was a, a woman visiting from, I want to say Kansas or Nebraska, who, who didn't know about the restaurant, but she came to visit her friend who lives just one block away. As it turned out, she was a big fan of my work and followed me for years and, and just like showed up at this vegan restaurant a block away from her friend's house. And, and, and there I was doing the book signing. So right was, the selfies and the whole thing. And it was just a really cool time. Um, and then obviously you guys brought me out for Seattle. That's where I got my, you know, my, my shirt and other swag. And, good, had, buddy. and uh, thank you. And, and had a phenomenal time. But that's our history, which is brief from August until today. But what I want to know and what listeners want to know is how you got into this vegan journey in the first place. I mean, you were working in the oil and gas industry. You were eating, uh, as I wrote about you in my, in my new book, as I, I said forthcoming that, you know, you're eating your way through Southern California's meaty cuisine. How did you go from that, you know, pretty big meat eater to this compassionate uh, vegan who decides to put his life savings of money investment is his 
lifetime, you know, uh, of work into a vegan burger joint of all things. Where'd that, where'd that start? <laughs> Take us back to the, yeah, no, no, it, it is pretty wild because so I started my plant-based journey in 2010. Um, and the catalyst for it, uh, was one of the most difficult moments of my life. Um, my mother had been diagnosed, uh, with what was almost undoubtedly terminal breast cancer when I was 15. And, uh, my younger brother was 13. I was 15. And and we were looking at the very real prospect of our mom not being around much longer. And my mother was a force of nature. Um, and she refused uh, to go quietly. Uh, and she fought with tooth and nail. And over a two year period, she beat back this cancer. Um, and, 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 uh, and, and was declared free of it. Uh, 10 years later, when I was 27, um, on the 10th anniversary of her beating breast cancer, we found out that it was back. And it had metastasized throughout almost her entire body. And and we we lost her less than two weeks later. And and so at this time, obviously, I'm, I'm ripped wide open. Uh, and, uh, this is on June 20th that my mom passed away in 2010. And on June 24th, I'm at my son's third birthday party four days later. And, and I'm staring across the kitchen table at my son, who's, you know, of course, bright eyed and bushy tailed and, and just having a ball. Uh, and my wife and I, and the rest of us, of course, are, are, are still very sad, but putting on a smile because, you know, uh, it's your kid. That's what you do. Right. Even if you're torn up inside, it's their birthday. And I, and I just remember sitting there with a smile forced onto my face uh, because of, uh, of, of just saying goodbye to my mother. And behind that smile was this absolute sort of realization that I didn't want to miss any moment of my son's life that I wanted him to be an old man when we had to part ways that I had seen do all the things, right. You know, school, high school and college and girlfriends and get married and have kids and maybe be a, a, you know, not just a dad, but a granddad himself. And, and in my mind, it sort of kind of crystallized that if I could get myself to a hundred healthy, that would make him 75 and I would have done my job. And so at the same time that I've said goodbye to my mother and I'm reflecting on my son and wanting to be there for him for the long haul, my wife had been exploring this vegan thing, which in 08, she had started this vegetarian thing. First vegetarian Robert I'd ever met in my life. Okay. First vegetarian I'd ever even met was when my my wife decided to become one. And when she started on this, this vegan thing in, in late 09, uh, or early 2010, I said, honey, I love you and I'll support you. But when it became the vegetarian thing, I said, don't you dare try to guilt me into becoming a vegetarian because it ain't never going to happen. Famous last words. And then in 2010, I said, I'll support you again, but let's not get too extreme. And so, you know, I'm kind of chuckling at my wife's silliness at this whole, I got the vegetarian thing. You don't want to hurt animals. Okay, but come on. Milk, cheese, eggs. Why wouldn't you eat those things? 
And so she had bought all these books and I'm talking, you know, Caldwell Esselstyn's work, how to prevent reverse heart disease, Colin Campbell, China study, Alicia Silverstone's The Kind Diet. And of course, I made lots of fun of my wife for taking diet advice from as if, you know, clueless Alicia Silverstone um, and, you know, went about my way. But all of that sort of pretension was ripped away from me when I lost my mom. And so these books are laying around the house and I'm a prolific reader. I always have been. It was a gift my mother gave me of love of reading. And I start I start just flipping through this kind diet book. And I'm realizing as I'm reading this, that this is really intelligent writing. It's really well done. And that her sources are really well cited. And of course, my wife already bought some of these other books, the ones that I mentioned. And I start leafing through those too. And I have this realization that my 10 pounds of red meat a week diet with a big salad and a baked potato is a diet that might be heading me in the opposite direction. In fact, probably is heading me in the opposite direction of being healthy at 100 and being there for the long haul for my son. And so I didn't say anything to my wife about it because at the time, Robert, I mean, if breakfast, lunch, and dinner and snacks in between didn't have animal protein at the center, I didn't feel sated, right? I couldn't even conceive of a lunch that wasn't jam-packed with animal protein. I mean, my burritos from Chipotle were something to behold. You know, double barbacoa or double steak, extra cheese, extra sour cream. I mean, every time they had to double wrap these puppies because they were so big and so bad. And so with all this information in front of me, um, I decide I'm going to try this plant-based thing for 30 days, which at the time included seafood, right? I mean, and I still felt like this was, this was an undertaking I couldn't quite consider. Um, but I was going to try it because why not? And, and two weeks into it, man, I was sold. I felt so good, so light, so clean. The, the, the stress just rolled off my back at work. And, you know, I'm in private equity, so real high stress environment. My workouts at the gym, I just felt like I could keep going, you know, where I used to gas out. And in such a short period of time, literally two weeks, all of a sudden, I just felt like I could keep pushing. Um, I was sleeping better. I was just feeling good. And so after feeling confident in this path, I told my wife that I had this 30 day challenge and I kind of never looked back. And, you know, what went from removing animal proteins from my diet, with the exception of some seafood now and then became 100 percent vegan. By the time that we had shifted three years later to our entire family eating this way, um, my wife had this crazy idea that we would start America's first vegan burger joint. And I went from saying that's insane to maybe it's inspired. And by before I turned 31, we opened up, uh, you know, Next Level Burger to the world. And we've been off to the races ever since. And of course, I turned 40 this past September. Uh, so when it's all said and done, coming up on 10 years, it'll be 10 years in May that we have been working uh, on Next Level Burger and it'll be August 1st of this year that I'll have been working with blood and sweat and tears around the clock to bring Next Level Burger to as many people across the country as we can. Well, Matt, I, I appreciate you sharing that. And I know um, that must have been incredibly tough. I don't know what that's like to lose a parent, um, but I know that has to be the most challenging thing to go yeah. through, you know, or that yeah. you've gone through that the this 
uh, juncture in your life. And so, you know, um, I know it's been a while, but, um, you know, I do want to extend my condolences and I appreciate you sharing that story and, and being vulnerable. And oftentimes it, it is some of those catastrophic events that allow us to reflect on our own, I don't know, our, our, our own lives and what we like, like you shared, what you want to do to be there for your son. And, and now you've got a daughter now yes. as well, and you've got, you've got an entire plant-based family. And obviously that, that experience, it changed some of your worldviews. And, uh, and I also just want to you know, commend you for that. And also thank you for that uh, because of the, the contributions that you've made to a more compassionate world, clearly s- selling millions of plant-based meals to people. And, and I think you've told me something like an 80% of your audience is, is not vegan, which is yeah. universally true. I've, I've talked to a bunch of other restaurateurs who are uh, in the vegan space and I've heard anywhere from 80% to 97% that one claimed um, in certain areas of, of, of the South that uh, attract a, a non-vegan audience to their 100% vegan restaurants. So I, I, first, I want to thank you for your incredible contributions. And I'm so glad that we thank did you. cross paths and that I was thank able that. to uh, you know, wish you happy birthday a month uh, for your 40th, a month after meeting you and that we've been in touch and been able to collaborate and do some things I'm grateful uh for those opportunities. Uh, I want to talk about uh, some of the food for a moment. Yeah. You obviously, uh, you commit to all organic and non-GMO. I, I imagine you're fairly unique in that space in the, in the, yeah, in yeah. the fast food. Uh, yeah, nobody else has been crazy enough to commit to all organic produce, not when available, all organic produce and a 100% non-GMO commitment. Yeah, that that's that. I, yeah, obviously stands alone in that in that area, which I imagine might come with some some sort of challenges as far as you know cost exactly. and, and yep. management, and of course doing this on a span from literally from coast to coast, uh, managing uh, ten restaurants with many more to come. Um, from the news you shared late last year about yep. investment and, and and growth, we can talk about in a minute. But uh, as you may know, uh, as I may have communicated ahead of time, you know. Uh, Chef AJ's audience is, you know, a little more on the uh, whole food, plant-based, healthy side of, you know, veganism. And the last time that I was at Next Level Burger, I sent you those photos of the big salad, you know, with all the the uh, tomatoes and um, avocados and and greens and onions and all of that. Uh, What types of menu items do you have that would that would cater more to like the the healthy or the health conscious or health focused, not just animal free, right? Which we're all on yeah. board with, but like yeah. more of the health stuff. And 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 I guess and how do you do that? Where in fast food, so many things are relatively high in fat because of you know oil used and and obviously things uh, are, are salty because that's what fast food really is is based on. Uh, how do you navigate that space? Um, and do you have some of those menu items? So, so for Next Level Burger, what we wanted to achieve from the beginning was offering a full spectrum that was going to meet people where they were. And what I mean when I say that is that when my father-in-law, who we were just chatting about not long ago, who is quite literally a cross between John Wayne Yosemite Sam who has been to McDonald's, I guarantee you, no matter what time of year, at least once in the past three days, whenever you talk to him, been to McDonald's at least once in the past three days, loves our food. 
And when he comes in, he generally speaking gets a Beyond Burger variant. He always adds to whatever version of it uh, jalapenos, and he is as happy as a clam. Gets a big shake, usually chocolate peanut butter cup, uh, eats his fries, eats his burger. And what he says to me almost every single time is what amazes me, Matt, is how much how, how good I feel, how much better I feel when I get done eating at Next Level Burger versus McDonald's. Now, he still goes to McDonald's, as I said, but from the standpoint of being someone that can walk into any diner and destroy whatever you put in front of him and also be delighted by the prospect of going to next level, we wanted to check that box because you can preach to the choir and you can feel good, but at the end of the day, it's getting out amongst the people that's going to make the biggest difference, the biggest impact. Now, the flip side of that equation is my wife who is a vegan college-educated mother of two. She practices yoga, very environmentally conscious, very health conscious, as we talked about earlier. You know, what I didn't mention is that my, my mother was the second of her family to have breast cancer. Her younger sister had had it years before and, and, and beat it. Her brother passed away six months after my mom passed away. He was only 48. He died from his first and only heart attack, a widow maker. My grandfather, her father, had four heart attacks and four open heart surgeries before he passed away in his 80s. And, and I realized that my, my perception of cancer and heart disease being a Russian roulette may not be so accurate and that the association between diet and health outcomes was strong. But... I didn't start where my wife was on this health spectrum. I started probably a lot closer where my father-in-law was. And so what we created at Next Level Burger is this spectrum where you have my father-in-law on one side, you have my wife on the other, and you had me in between. And so when you walk into Next Level Burger and you eat the way that my wife eats, and I increasingly eat this way too, I've shifted from this hardcore meat eater uh, to, you know, eating a lot of, of meat substitutes, to eating lots of tempeh and tofu and beans and more hummus than is probably good for any human being to consume, but I love it. I can't get enough of it. You can enjoy a signature burger, one of our house crafted artisan burgers made out of organic quinoa mushrooms. And if you want to zero out the fat to almost complete the exception of some, some nut fats, some almond fat, not nuts, um, you can by losing the mayo. It's a garlic thyme aioli. And so you can eat that three times a day, every day, and be healthier at the end of the year than you started it because the ingredients are absolutely top shelf, whole foods, minimally processed. I'm talking, you know, the absolute creme de la creme of anything that's not raw. And you can get that on a whole grain sprouted bun. And if you want to, again, to remove as much of that fat as possible, you can skip the cheese, skip the mayo, and go with one of our delicious, you know, other options for sauce or organic honey, spelled with the U, not an O, mustard, or, or organic mustard or organic ketchup, things that are going to be really low in fat. Um, in fact, that's one of the things that John Mackey really appreciated about our menu. When we started to work with Whole Foods, I got to know John a bit because he eats a very healthy, mostly Whole Foods diet. And that continues to be one of the things 
that, uh, you know, is the exception when you compare us to anybody else, even vegan burger joints, most of them have an impossible or a beyond mace menu. And now yeah, they may have a ancillary offering here or there, but a huge chunk of our menu, you can eat whole foods, plant-based, not just vegan. And you can call that health food if you want to. You know, you mentioned our Cobb salad. I've eaten more Cobb salads than you can even imagine. It's still one of my absolute, if not my favorite thing on our menu. And that whole bowl is full of organic goodness from organic tempeh to organic uh, lettuce and tomato and onion and cucumbers, you know, and, and, and is literally health food that doesn't taste like you're being healthy. It's nourishing and it's good. And so really next level burger is, is, is ready to meet you wherever you are on that spectrum. No matter how whole foods based you want to be, we got your back. And if you want to be naughty and have all the fixings, all the sort of, you know, scratch the itch of that greasy burger joint that you used to go to back in the day, maybe when you're younger. And I've had so many conversations. I remember at our Hawthorne store, one guy sticks out in my memory and I look over and his eyes are just rolling back in his head. Literally, he's just and he's going, ah, this is so good. This just takes me back to being a kid. But I can eat this and I can feel good about my impact on myself, my impact on the environment, my impact on the animals that didn't go into this. And I said, that's exactly it. You can have your cake and eat it too. And at next level, you get to pick what version of that cake it is. Yeah, I think that's great, Matt. And, and being able to uh, cater to a variety of different palates and preferences, I think is is vastly important. I mean, the last time I was there, I, I had you know garbanzo beans on my yeah. on my on my salad along with cucumber, tomato, onion, I think tempeh and and, yeah. and those things that, that you mentioned. Uh, I also had the uh, the quinoa burger when I was yeah. there, right? I sent you some photos, but before that, after standing in line. I mean, not that I was in line, but I was helping, you yeah. know, hype up the line in Seattle and it was cold. Yes. I should have worn, worn more layers. But after waiting in line for, you know, four or five hours because I wanted everybody else to eat first, yeah. obviously, I'm, I'm there to, to help out with the grand opening. I When I finally sat down to eat, <laughs> I went for the animal, yep. right? The biggest burger that you yep. have because I've been out there all day since early in the morning. And I, and, I, and I got the big shake, you know, the big strawberry shake. And it's like, I can... I can pick and choose, you know, I I've done that. I've been many, many times. Like I said, I'm going this weekend to visit my family in Denver and we'll go to next level. We'll take a family of five or six there, you know, my wife and my brother and his wife and their kids. And maybe the kids' grandma, she decides to come and, you know, we bring a whole party there and everybody eats differently. Sometimes I go for the double, the double bacon chicken sandwich, again, all plant-based, all vegan. Uh, if I'm craving that thing, other times I go with a salad, I go with something a little bit more, uh, you know, whole food based and, and, and healthier. But I like the fact that that it does cater to white audience. But I want to ask you something because I don't want to put words in your mouth. Uh, who is Next Level Burger for? Next Level Burger is for everyone. That was actually a really important aspect of NLB is that we wanted to be a concept that felt inclusive, not exclusive. And that realistically, I understand that, that there's probably five to 10% of the population that's not going to walk through our doors. And that's okay. I'm not judging that person because at 26 year old, 26 years old, I probably would have been that person that would have said, 
you know, if it's not real meat burgers, it's not a burger. So thanks, but no thanks. And and I hope someday we can say 100% of people walk through our doors. But you know what? Today, there are going to be people that walk through our doors from coast to coast that don't just wear yoga pants or that are ascribing as vegan. They are going to walk in with contractor pants on with paint and drywall on them. They're going to walk in from all different ethnicities and orientations and ages a huge chunk of who we serve are families. And, and, you know, one of the things that brings me more satisfaction than almost anything else is when I walk into an next level burger during a lunch or dinner service, and I just look around and I see people from all walks of life. I see people that look like my father-in-law and my wife. I see people that look like neither of them and everyone in between. I see young, I see old at heart, or excuse me, I see young, I see young at heart. Um, you know, I, I see, I see there's literally not a subsegment of our population, no matter how you slice or dice, that we don't see a next level burger. You know, it is an honor and a privilege to have built a concept that doesn't just focus on one aspect of our society, but literally welcome, welcomes all. And I think, I believe, that the 21st century is going to be full of companies that reflect the communities that support them and not this homogenous sort of, you know, top-down approach that was the majority of the 20th century and frankly, every century that came before it. And so when we built Next Level Burger, Robert, we built it for the everybody, not for the few, for the many. Yeah, I think that's important, Matt. And also, even for people who are listening, uh, and I, I know they're I know they're out there because I I I know uh, the audience and I've been to a lot of Chef AJ's live events in person. I've spoken at some and I've been on this show many many times. In fact, now I have my own show. And there might be some people saying, you know what, uh, it's just not for me. You know, uh, I make my food at home. I really follow completely oil free and and yeah. you know salt free and sugar free and all that. It's not for me. Um, you know, and and that's and that's okay. But what you and I talked about, including during this interview for my book was just how vastly important it is that your restaurant exists. Whether I go to it or not, the fact that it's there to cut into the supply and demand of animals ending up on menus. Uh, this industrial, industrialized factory farming engine, this massive industry that we have that's killing the planet, you know, including people, animals, and yes. everything else. The fact that there is an alternative and there's an alternative that is gaining in popularity that, yes, you have 10 locations now, but you plan to grow, in fact, grow by quite a lot in, in the coming years. And I've already seen two openings just in the last six months or something that once I met you. And I, I think that's something that we should not uh, should not overlook um, within a vegan or plant based community. We have to recognize that even if something doesn't resonate with us, and I'm not saying that it's not, I'm just saying, I'm guessing there's some people that say, you know what, that may not be for me, but the fact that it's there and it yeah. meets people where they are and it changes their diets and could actually maybe change or even save their life by, by getting the dietary cholesterol out of their, uh, out of their diet, by getting the animal protein out of their diet, by eating lower on the food chain, by getting some of the excess calories out, by choosing the, the menu items that they want to choose. Maybe it's a signature house-made burger. Maybe it's a salad. You don't have to do the double beyond burger, you know, that I do sometimes. You don't have to do that. 
but the fact that you're there matters. And not only does it matter, but it it opens the doors for others. It gives it gives permission to others that say, you know what, I could start a plant-based business too, and I can grow this and I can be part of this solution. And that I'm not competing with other plant-based restaurants, but I'm working with them in concert cohesively to move this forward. Other other competitors are not within the plant-based world. The competitors is the enemy, so to speak, which is industrialized factory farming and the destruction of the planet that we all live on. And so it's it's the McDonald's of the world, no doubt. I mean, uh, Rolling Stone called Goldman Sachs in 08, uh, the, the squid on the face of humanity. And, you know, McDonald's is impressive. They built an organization the likes of which has never existed. I mean, they 20, almost $25 billion worth of sales last year, 25 billion. But it's moving us in the wrong direction. So as impressive as they are from an organization perspective, from a marketing perspective, from a logistics perspective, from a training perspective, they're moving us in the wrong direction. And I hope they wake up to the reality of a more sustainable future. And I think they will. Because I think the people are going to demand that. You know, it gets back to the amount of time it takes to get there. But the future has to be sustainable. And since it has to be sustainable, it will be. So, Matt, let's talk about the future in the, um, oh, I don't know, 15 or so minutes we've, we've got left to chat. And and I always enjoy chatting with you. And I always get kind of inspired and motivated and, and pumped up because uh, just – I know the measurable impact that you're having. There's ways to to measure the impact of of you know fueling uh, an 80 percent non plant based audience with millions of plant based meals over the years. That matters for animals today. That matter matters for animals in the future, and that matters for the planet. It also matters for uh, the improvement of human health, and I'm grateful for it. But I want to talk about uh, the, the future. Everybody, because people always ask. I mean, I I see it on social media. Uh, I get it. people come to me because just, you know, because they see I'm such a big fan. I, um, you know, I don't work for you guys. I promote and I'm an authentic and genuine loud supporter of Next Level Burger. And people say, why don't you open in my town, in my town? When are you coming to Southern California? When are you coming to Texas? Uh, haven't you thought about these great college towns that have you, you would be you know perfect in Bloomington, Indiana? I mean, come on. Yeah. Obviously, there's so much that goes into. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm guessing probably millions of dollars per location. I don't know. But what can you tell us uh, that you're able to share about the future uh, of Next Level Burger and some locations we might be able to find you in or at least how you determine where to open up? So you're right. It's very expensive. It's very time consuming. And it's more so inexpensive and time consuming now than it's ever been with the complications of the coronavirus. You know, what we've committed to is, and I can share this publicly, is uh, we started the, the last year, so 22, at the beginning of the year, we had seven locations. And our commitment was to quadruple the amount of next level burgers in this country through the year 2025. And we're so far on track for that. That being said, what uh, what I have committed to from the beginning, and I reiterated clearly coming off of the news of our successfully raising 20 million that we announced in September of this past year to continue to fuel our expansion, is that we're going to grow as aggressively as we can do so wisely. As we can do so wisely. And so we cannot wait to build the next level burger within driving distance of anyone that's asked for one. 
But we've got a tall order in front of us to accomplish that because we've had people, like you said, you know, from from a town in Indiana or a town in Texas or a town in Alabama or a town in Kentucky, uh, you know, uh, places that you'd expect to see a vegan burger joint and places that you would not expect for people to even know what vegan means. And so our goal is to get a next level burger in your community, whatever your community is, as soon as we can but predicated upon growing Next Level Burger wisely because it's really important for us that we don't, it's one of the reasons we don't franchise, that we don't dilute who we are in the pursuit of as rapid a growth as possible, that we, t- that we stay true to ourselves, to our ethos and our value set, that we're here for the everybody. You know, one of the people that I met at this most recent uh, Seattle Open was with you, who was a raw vegan. I've never explored being a raw vegan. Um, I'm, I'm sure it has all sorts of awesome uh, benefits because the people I've met that are raw, I mean, they're like shining literally from all that raw food that they eat. And and I was realizing that we could have hooked this guy up with a Cobb salad, sans the tempeh, and he would have had everything that he needs to have a raw meal, right? Because it's the chickpeas, it's the tomatoes, it's the onion, it's the cucumbers, it's the organic greens. Like he would have been locked and cocked and ready to rock. And so we can meet you no matter who you are, no matter where you are, whether you're vegan or you're an omnivore, whether you're a raw vegan or you're a paleo or you're someone that's gluten-free, we can meet you where you are. And I think that's such an important part of getting the 21st century right is we've got to meet people where they are, no matter where they're coming from, no matter what they're looking for, that something that is nourishing and good for them and good for the planet, good for all of us. Yeah, that was that was my friend Jeff out there. Uh, it was fun to see a lot of old friends come out in Seattle and uh, and hope to be back there to do some yeah. book signing and stuff. Uh, this is kind of a a, a silly question. Uh, you've oh, got silly pretty- questions. Yeah, you've got a pickup window, but will Next Level ever have a drive-through? Will there yeah, ever be a drive-through? We pro- yeah, we probably will. The drive-throughs are tough because they're bad for the environment, right? Um, the idling that goes into a drive-through is actually significant, particularly when you think about a Chick-fil-A where you've got 40 cars in line, all yeah. just sitting there chugging away on their gasoline or their diesel. So we almost undoubtedly will. Um, we just want to make sure it is the right context for it. And that ultimately it's going to be a net win because of course the argument, the counter to saying, well, as a, as a plant-based sustainable burger joint, does it make sense to have a drive-through? And I'd say absolutely, because the offset to your carbon emissions alone of just offering plant-based food to the masses more than makes up for the additional carbon emissions associated with people idling in line. And we've also got some things up our sleeve without sharing things that I can't share that would help to ameliorate that from a technological perspective or from a systems perspective. So we may just have some drive-throughs coming in hot and stay tuned, but we do like everything else in our business, stress how uh, consciously we approach these decisions and how, how truly and deeply we consider the implications of our decisions, both in the short, medium and long-term. So Yes, does this life in this world require compromise? I don't know. It requires pragmatism. And to the best of our ability, we're going to avoid compromise like the plague and focus on being pragmatic, but being effective. And I think 
I think sometimes perfection stands in the way of progress and we need to make sure we don't fall prey to that. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And that's one of the themes in my, my new book as well, that don't, don't let, you know, perfection and purity uh, prevent you from forward progress and yes. making a difference in your life and difference in the world around you, which is ultimately, you know, what we're, what we're really trying to do is, is be effective and make yeah. a difference. And there's many ways to, to achieve that. There's many different directions to take and it's up to us as individuals, which ones speak to us the most. Here's a really brief question. I mean, you, this could even be a yes or no one, but I get it. You know, I don't know, maybe because I'm from the beautiful, wonderful state of Oregon. People want to know wh whether you're going to open up and bend again. That's what oh my, Yeah, I get that all. I literally uh, just uh, my wife and I's schedules are so crazy that we didn't even get a chance to go out for dinner on Valentine's Day. But we did grab a uh, late evening coffee and snack just to connect. Um, and I was standing standing in line at a place in town and I'm almost always sporting my next level gear. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's what I wear always. Um, and, uh, much to my wife's chagrin at times. And I have this fellow behind me and I, I just kind of glance back and he smiles and I was like, Hey, and he's like, next level. It's like, I sure hope you guys come back to Ben someday. So, you know, when we, when we closed our proof of concept, it was because our lease was over. Um, and we had the option to exercise, uh, and extend the lease, but the labor market here was so difficult and it was so seasonal. And it frankly was requiring us uh, to spend a lot more time and a lot more money managing our Ben location, our smallest location, um, than it was to manage New York or Seattle or Portland. Um, and we decided that we'd, we'd close that location, we'd find a better spot in town uh, that was better real estate, um, and that we'd get to that. Uh, in the not too distant future. And then of course, all sorts of things happen like the coronaverse that have delayed it. Um, and, you know, our focus has primarily been exclusively been on metro areas that have, you know, a more sizable population. That being said, my wife and my daughter and my son and Ben Dites almost every week are reminding me that we need our next level burger back. And so uh, it should be only a matter of time. But what I will say insofar as what we plan, when we bring Next Level Burger back to Ben, it's going to be a bad mammer jammer. It's going to be an <laughs> awesome location that is going to incorporate everything that's great about Ben from beer and yard games to, to music. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be an experience. And I want to make sure that bringing in, I'll be back to Ben. Uh, we don't shortcut what that could be um, by making it happen sooner, understanding that everybody wants it to have happened yesterday. Heck, including myself. I mean, my my favorite things on our menu are things that I have eaten a thousand times and I'll probably eat a thousand times more. You know, from our signature burger, which uh, is still my favorite burger on our menu, you know, that garlic thyme mayo with the red, organic red onion and the avocado with that quinoa mushroom patty. I mean, it's just so good. And I almost without exception, always have our Cobb salad um, and not low fat, but with the blue cheese, because I used to be a blue cheese fiend, like a you know non-vegan blue cheese fiend back in the day. When I eat that, you know, 24 ounce porterhouse, it was almost always with either a big uh, uh, salad that was either Caesar or it was a blue cheese based, um, uh, you know, like a wedge, for example. So, uh, you know, those are the things that I still to this day enjoy the heck out of after eating them a thousand times and then washing that down with, you know, dark chocolate peanut butter cup milkshake, which, you know, has been my favorite since 
I mean, basically since year one, since 2014. Yeah, I'm ready to bring that back to my daughter, my son, and our hometown, and the rest of our awesome uh, community members that supported us while we were here and uh, have made it resoundingly clear they want us back. Well, I, I hope you do go back there, and I hope you'll expand uh, to some other locations that are near and dear uh, to my heart. I'm not saying open up down the street from me, but I'm saying open up down the street from me. Fort Collins could make a lot of sense. That, yeah, that, yeah. I, you'd have one of your biggest fans right there. In fact, my wife even said, we'll have to make a budget for it. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, she literally told me that. Um, I mean, even right now, I find reasons to go to Denver, like find reasons to go out of my way, because it's actually about an hour and 15 minutes, uh, really, oh from door to door each way. So it's a good two and a half hours. Well, and then well, really spend an hour there hanging out with the staff or or uh you know uh or you know sometimes people recognize me there and we chat every time let's just be real you can't walk into one of our locations without people being like oh my gosh it's robert cheek it, you know actually it has happened almost every time except for a couple that i can think of and, it, and it's been really cool because there's they're random people like that woman yeah. from kansas or nebraska just dropping in or people who live in the community and have never met me before yeah. or occasionally um you know even my old uh one of my old buddies showed up during my book signing to surprise me i had no idea oh, really not. and it was really cool but um so you shared a lot of your favorite uh your favorite items but what would you say are like the most popular menu items in the restaurant you know nationwide jeepers there is a certain level of regional uh sort of preference at play there um you know actually our signature burger is one of our top sellers uh you know it it uh it it's i mean it's just it's like the apex perfect veggie burger right and i say veggie burger very intentionally because i don't call a beyond burger a veggie burger that's right that's, so just to clarify this is like the house made like yeah. based burger so make exactly. sure everyone knows that you're saying one of the most popular items period is like the real food ingredient correct burger. Right. And, wow. and, and, and that's not just vegans ordering it. There are increasingly flexitarians that are expressing a preference for something that doesn't try to be animal protein like, but instead is a celebration of, you know, the, the vegetables primarily, but you know, the, the, the fruits, the veggies, the grains, the whatever goes into the patty and that organic mushroom quinoa patty is so good. Um, both in taste and in mouthfeel and from a nutritional perspective that I think what happens, because I know it's true for me, I mentioned this earlier, is as many times as I've had it, I'll eat it and I'll feel so good. I mean, I just feel like I get this positive charge of energy after I eat it every single time. Um, and so that, anyway, the, the signature burger is one of our most popular uh, burgers. Uh, things that we sell a lot of that would not surprise people on one hand, but I think are really important to call out are that we have committed to organic fries and we sell more organic fries than you can shake a stick at. And what's really cool about that is as we've grown, we've been able to help kind of uh, move the needle and what farmers are growing. So as we grow over time, just due to the pure amount of demand we have for organic potatoes, it means less pesticides, less herbicides, less fungicides, just because NLB is slinging so many gosh darn uh, servings of these organic fries and organic tater tots and non-GMO sweet potato fries. Um, as is no surprise, we also, Robert, sell a lot of our Beyond Burger variant. We have our Maverick 
which you've had, but I'll describe for everybody that's listening, which is our house uh, season hand-formed Beyond Patty, topped with uh, our organic tempeh bacon, slice of cheese, onion rings, our house-made special sauce, organic barbecue, organic pickles, um, and it comes on a pretzel bun that is so good. It'll make you slap yourself to make sure you're still awake. You're not dreaming. I mean, it's my son's absolute favorite. Uh, and then, of course, the the sort of sleeper, which I mentioned a couple times today, is our salads are out of this world. Um, but most people, let's be real, when they come to Next Level Burger, they're looking for burgers, fries, shakes, uh, and uh, and that's the majority of what we sell. Well, and, and again, just to reiterate, the fact that you have all those items where I can take my brother and his family, which is a mixed diet family. My brother is vegan. He's, he hasn't eaten animals in 27 years, just like me. Um, his, his wife is not vegan. His kids are, you know, mostly plant-based, but they'll yeah. eat a variety of different things where, uh, and, and they're, and the kid's grandma is not, my brother's uh, mother-in-law is not, but everyone feels like they can find something there yeah. that is enjoyable to them. And, uh, and even me, I go, obviously chef AJ's audience knows I go kind of back and forth between more of like a, uh, forks over knives, Colin Campbell, Dr. Esselstyn diet, and more of a, uh, more of a comfort food vegan yeah. diet. I, you know, I, I my, my veganism has always been for the animals and I've been an athlete for 27 years uh, as a vegan athlete, but I, my diet changes a bit and next to the burger has something, you know, that, that caters to all my different, um, desires. You know, I do have more, I do have more questions, but, uh, we are running low on time and I would be remiss if I didn't ask about a topic you may have touched on, but I, I don't know for sure. And that's the fact that you are, and I knew this from the very beginning when I first talked to you, that you are committed to giving back. Yeah. I mean, anytime I asked you about doing an event there, like, hey, can I do a book signing? You insisted we have to, we, you know, we got to give back to the community. When you do, when you have a signature menu item during the Thanksgiving time, uh, yeah. you, you contribute uh, to, uh, you know, a certain percentage of whether it's dollars or donated food to um, communities in need. Um, hungry communities. Uh, you did that within the Denver community yeah. and you might be doing that nationwide. We are going to run out of time shortly. Um, it has been a pleasure, but if you could just talk about that, because I think that's, yeah. that's wildly important. I want, I want people to know next levels commitment to giving back. Yeah. So that, that give back component for us just makes sense because we are an ethos mission driven organization. And so we look for like-minded organizations to partner with, um, and to drive their impact uh, forward by amplifying it through Next Level Burger, right? And so you mentioned a couple of those. Uh, you know, every November and December, we have our buy one, give one, where for every gobbler, which is our, our basically think Thanksgiving and a burger, so turkey burger topped with uh, gravy and cranberry sauce. I'm getting hungry. I need to have lunch after this conversation. Um, and for everyone we sell, we partner with a local organization to donate a burger. Um, and, you know, we sell a lot of these burgers. So you're literally looking at thousands of people that we feed for free, not just food, because the thing is when you're hungry, like most of us that are either on this, this, the zoom today or are listening, we get to care about what we eat, Right. There are a lot of people to this day in 21st century America that are just looking to fill their belly, right? But when we get the opportunity to partner with these organizations, 
we're opening their eyes to something maybe they never had before and how good they feel after they consume that plant-based meal compared to a fast food meal from a McDonald's or a Burger King or a Wendy's or what have you. And so those concentric circles, of course, can we're not just feeding somebody for the day. We might be impacting them for a lifetime. You just never know. And then, of course, other organizations like the NAACP, you know, people don't really realize how much um, the, the food chain and the food system, as well as climate change, disproportionately impact uh, the communities of the underserved and underprivileged and a lot of the time communities uh, that are not white, right? And, and that, of course, is the different shades and different versions of that across the country. But we've got a lot of work to do to bring everybody up to parity for equal justice. And so most people don't know the NAACP has been around for over 100 years. And they've been fighting this good fight that whole time. And so we're very honored to partner with the NAACP. In February, we're donating 5% of our sales from every Friday to the NAACP. You know, similarly, for Pride Month, you know, uh, um, it's, it's a huge chunk of our team member base either is directly in the LGBTQ plus community or they're partnered with someone, whether it's a sibling or a parent or a loved one, a friend, a family member. And so we come alongside the last couple of years been the human rights campaign to help to give back to these organizations that are helping, again, those that are underserved, those that have not had the voice that they should have had, that have not had the equal opportunity that they should have had. There's so many noble organizations out there that are trying to fix a problem or serve an underserved aspect of the world. And our job is to help change the way America eats. But along the way, if we can help to facilitate, to amplify these other organizations, why wouldn't we? Because it does us good. It does them good. It benefits our community. And here's the secret. We all live on the same planet. Whether we like it or not, we're all connected. And that rising tide should lift all boats. And at the end of the day, that's what Next Level Burger is all about. Man, I, I can't think of a better way to end today's conversation. And I'm so glad that we addressed that topic and that you were able to, that you were able to share how much of an impact Next Level Burger is having. Because from what I can tell, that's just part of your identity and that's part of your DNA as a company to be altruistic and want to help others, including underserved communities and including yeah. those um, who can benefit a whole lot uh, from that uh, generosity. So uh, I wanna thank you for that, Matt. And I also wanna thank you for uh, spending the last hour with me and and, and Chef AJ today. And, and also if you can just uh, tell viewers how how they could uh, learn more about Next Level Burger, a website, social media, or how they could support even maybe getting a gift card for someone they know who lives uh, it, you know, in, in Brooklyn or in Seattle or San Francisco or something like that. Where can we find you guys and connect and just learn more about your, your company mission and, and what you do? So absolutely. And Robert, thank you for the invitation. A big shout out to Chef AJ for having me on to talk about not just Next Level Burger, but why we exist and what we're doing, what our goals are for the future. So you can always check us out at www.nextlevelburger.com or on any of the social networks from Facebook to Instagram to Twitter and even TikTok. Uh, our handle is always the same, Next Level Burger. 
um, and highly encourage anybody that is uh, that is feeling just a little bit hungry to jump online and take a look at our food. Uh, because if you're not ready for lunch or for dinner, we'll make sure you get there. <laughs> awesome, Matt. Well, uh, thank you again for being part of this series uh, that Chef AJ has given me the platform and the opportunity to host, which is Vegan Conversations with Robert Cheek. And again, I've been Robert and uh, this has been Matt DeGroyder from Next Level Burger, the co-founder and CEO of America's first all-vegan burger joint, which is not going anywhere except for forward and up. And we all have the opportunity to play a role in that by simply spreading the word, telling your friends that and family that you learned about this new all-vegan burger joint that even has all-organic, non-GMO food and caters to a wide variety of people and that you can make a difference by simply spreading the word. And that is precisely how I found out about Next Level Burger, why I became a fan and why I am committed to spreading the word and even literally wearing it on my sleeve. And <laughs> my so so uh, thank you, Matt. And Chef AJ, uh, Thank you again for this wonderful opportunity. Oh, you are Thanks, both favorite. of you. Matt, thank you so much for the work you're doing. I, I mean, this was so fascinating because I really didn't know anything about you or your company. So I really appreciate it so much. And I, I look forward to one day being able to eat at your restaurant. I, think I cannot wait. Yeah. I, I come by this very honestly for my mother, Chef AJ. And people growing up would have laughed to think of me in the business at all because I was such a not vegan but what I, many things I picked up from my mother, and one of them was this uh, pure joy I get from feeding people. And so whenever you have the opportunity, whenever you're cruising through a city where there is a next level burger, whether now or in the future, please let me know because we'd love to take really good care of you. Oh my God. Well, thank you. Maybe I can do a live stream there. And Robert, thank you for bringing the most fascinating guests and you have such great interviewing skills. I just really love to just sit back and watch. So thank you. Yeah. He is very good at what he does and a good looking fellow to boot. So <laughs> Just make sure this is what I always, always remind my wife. I'm like, hey, just just you know, come on. Well, he's been posting on social media so much about your place. It's like, tell me about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll end it with this. Uh, whether it's Robert or it's John Mackey or it's uh, you know, Alex Payne, we've we've connected with different people over the last coming up on 10 years later this year that that get excited about what we're doing. And it's such an honor because that old adage of birds of a feather flock together is so true. And there are people that are helping make the world a different and better place. And there are people that aren't. And we've thus far had a significant tendency to, you know, to attract movers and shakers that are really dedicated to making sure that the future is brighter. And I mean, that's that's what we're all about. I will tell you, when I became vegan almost 46 years ago, there was nothing like this oh. available. God bless you, because I'm telling you what, that was a long road to hoe. But look how far we've come. In it's that amazing. Time. I mean, it's, it's amazing. amazing. Just in the last five years, how light speed we have gone from a, you know, a, 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 a system that was doomed to fail and everybody almost without exception was on it to more and more people waking up to eating more consciously, more sustainably, more compassionately. Um, which is a you know another subset of the conversation we didn't get into too much today. So, well, I am long-winded, and so I will stop before I start again. But Chef AJ, thank you so much. Robert, my brother, good to see you. Thank you for the phenomenal questions today. Thank, thank you, you, Matt, and thank you, Robert, and thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back at 2 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow when we will have breakfast, lunch, and dinner with Dr. Gustavo Tolosa. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.